0: to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In today's special episode, it's a belated birthday episode dedicated to Ashley. Uh, To just address it right off the top, uh, we didn't record... Well, we did have episodes recorded, but I didn't do any editing uh, throughout (laughs) the months of November, December, and now we're into January. So Tim Allen Month has come and gone, but Tim Allen Month (laughs) lives on in our hearts.
1: Don't (laughs) worry, maybe we'll do a Christmas in July for... Specifically for Tim Allen. Yeah,
0: we have to we have to give that man some representation. Um, although his, uh, the Santa Claus is now no longer our most popular episode, um, even Peter Pan's beating it at this point. Um,
1: Interesting. I'm trying
0: to remember what our most. Uh, I know. Um, the what was it? The secrets of Dumbledore or whatever. That one was oh, yes, was up yes. there, and I oh I can't remember what our most popular episode is right now. But yeah, we had uh, we had a couple episodes that were beating. Uh, the Santa Claus. But, you know, Tim Allen month, uh, St. Tim Allen will be honored perhaps <laughs> in July. Um, and then, of course, next Christmas. Because there's still, even if there isn't a season three of the Santa Claus TV show, there's still plenty of uh, Tim Allen Christmas related material to cover.
1: We'll just, um, we'll just so. start covering like home improvement episodes. Oh, All this.
0: He's got Christmas with the Cranks and uh, that El Camino Christmas movie yes, that I told yes. you about. Uh, that, that would actually be interesting to cover. But uh, I'm getting off track. This episode is about uh, it's a belated birthday episode for you, celebrating your birthday. So we were going to talk about uh, your favorite literary genre, which is what Ashley?
1: <laughs> the smut. It's actually <laughs> not my favorite, but this came up because I was looking at people's like Goodread- Goodreads things for like what their longest book and shortest book of the year, and somebody's shortest book of the year was Stuffed by the Weir Turkey, and it's like 15 pages. But I needed to read it, guys. Like, it's one of those things that I was like, I don't know what that is, but it's free on Kindle Unlimited, and I'm going to read it because I am nothing if not curious about stupid stuff like that all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where this came from.
0: All right. And stuff by the Were-Turkey is by?
1: By Tate McKirk. Okay. Well, Tate. Tate (laughs) McKirk. Okay. And it is what you think it is. It is just a woman who, a vegan who saves a turkey and locks it in her bathroom, and then it kind of turns into a man and has a very turkey-shaped face, and it has sex with her. And,
0: when, and it is awful. <laughs> when you say kind of turns into a man, it doesn't, it's humanoid?
1: <laughs> it's humanoid, oh. but very, like, turkey face. Like, she specifically, oh. like, describes turkey eyes. <laughs> Does it have kind of, the yes, it, has, it has the oh. giblets.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> it's bad.
0: Oh. But entertaining.
1: But entertaining. Okay. But that's that's kind of what the episode... We're just going to yeah. talk about all that stuff. Because I've made Jason read some smutty things in the past. And yeah, you're... I feel like smut is kind of taking over the literary world more and more yeah. now.
0: Yeah, you're more familiar... Well, all almost all fan fiction is smut. Um, and, and well, yeah. I
1: mean mainstream. Like, I think... Like, we'll get into it with the Laura Thalassa series that we both read. Yeah. But I think, you know, things like... Um, A Court of Throne and Roses by Sarah J. Moss, like, things like that are very smut-heavy, to be honest, and, like, yeah, they're romance novels and they're fantasy romance, but there's a lot of sexual content to these books, but I think all that's becoming more mainstream. Like, I think that kind of used to be, like, stowed away in your Harlequin books, and, like, if you were looking for it, you could find it, but, like, I think it's kind of bleeding into other genres now
0: you know it's kind of i was having this conversation uh not this exact conversation but a similar conversation with a co-worker the other day um and i was talking about uh, william uh Motrell, uh marston william Motrell marston he was the creator of wonder woman and um because original wonder woman comic comic books were very sexual in nature. Not that there was sexual activity, but she was always getting tied up. She was always in bondage and stuff like that. And it turns out that William, um, Mort, uh, Morstan was into that, into BDSM oh. as well. So he put it in comics and he was also, um, a polygamist, I believe is the term. He was, he was married to only one woman, but they also had another woman that lived with them. Okay. Um, so he was... So
1: polyamorous. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, and
1: oh it says it right there what's the creator of wonder woman polyamorous
0: oh yes so um but yeah um and he put he put that in. there was uh hints of lesbianism and and that's been more explored in more modern eras but i think it's interesting because up until about the 50s uh sexuality was kind of an open thing like there were brothels in america and stuff like that and then we had this i don't know
1: overwhelming puritan, sense of like puritan yeah, making yeah. things pure again and
0: in the 70s they elected nixon as president and like he was a quaker and stuff and then reagan followed him and stuff again, and like i
1: think it's existed but i don't think it's existed in mainstream media the way it does in its current form like no, I, think, I would agree like i think even like five or six years ago you would not see these books in like a target or a walmart you'd still find them in like a barnes and noble But they wouldn't be, like, out prominent on your booktop tables. They wouldn't be, like, out in the front of the store. They'd be on the shelf somewhere where if you were looking for it, you could find it. But, like, it wouldn't be, like, on the, like, bookends or anything.
0: Our our culture is shifting. Because even our mainstream culture, like, um, 30 years ago, Game of Thrones couldn't have been a TV show. Exactly. And if if it was, it would have been heavily, heavily edited on ABC or something like that. I think that's another
1: example of, like... Some kind of yes. pushing mainstream and like yeah it was on hbo it wasn't on like abc, ABC or mbc or, or something
0: like that but yeah but like yeah
1: and again we haven't gotten the quarter of in and roads like we haven't gotten all that stuff as like you know movies or anything yet but i imagine when we do i think it'll be something like hbo or something that picks that up i don't i don't think we'll get that on like a disney that's not a disney plus show
0: isn't amazon doing something with that i could Maybe, be wrong i, I have wrong. no
1: idea i
0: know amazon's interested in two things sports and fantasy um that
1: does make sense yeah because
0: i know they're doing well they're doing more lord of the rings uh rings they of have
1: wheel of time they have too of
0: time um and there's something else that they're doing i think it might be a court of th- th- uh, thorns and roses but i'm not sure um, but anyway, diving back into more of our, our Smut related thing, was there anything else you want to talk about, Smutwise, uh, other books that you've read before? We I dive mean, in?
1: What I will say is that also led me down a weird rabbit hole <laughs> of finding the stupidest books on Kindle Unlimited. Hmm. And there is one that is very TikTok famous called Unhinged by Vera Valentine about screwing a doorknob. Oh. The doorknob does turn into a man, but like. In order to, like, she does have sex with the doorknob at one, like, the actual doorknob at one point. To, like, release him.
0: (laughs) Okay. And does he get released? (laughs) It does
1: work. And then he saves her from her (laughs) murderous, like, um, she's a tenant at a place and, like, her landlord is set to murder her. And he's like, I see. I'm going to save you.
0: And uh, now you're just because we, we've done an episode about Neil Gaiman that I haven't released yet, but now you're making me, <laughs> making me think of Door as oh, one God. character from, oh, uh... God. I can't even and remember. Then,
1: <laughs> and then another good one, it's uh, called Conquered by Clippy, an erotic oh. short story. And Clippy as in Microsoft Clippy, everybody. Your favorite <laughs> little annoying guy who shows up to tell you Microsoft tidbits. If you
0: know, you know. If
1: you know, you know. <laughs> Kiddos, you might not understand. Millennials, you got this. You understand who Clippy is. Um... Yeah, it, it is, like, a weird, like, she just sleeps with a manifestation of Clippy, and I don't really, I didn't understand at all what was going on. I rated it a one-star, because I had no idea, but she has sex with Clippy, that's all. You know what? That's... <laughs> you know? Again, I had to read it at that point. Well, that
0: good for them. <laughs> There's
1: also one where Christmas trees come alive uh one where an entire thanksgiving meal comes alive
0: is that a sequel to the the no 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 turkey? unrelated oh, okay, okay. All unrelated right. all right these are just novels or just not random short things. stories yeah all right yeah. well should we dive into the bulk of it then i guess yes um, yes, the, yes the what you alluded to before you had me read a, a series i actually listened to it on audible but um yeah we both i'll count that as reading even though I have problems. I, I When I actually read something physically, I remember the details much better than when I just listen to it on Audible. I don't mm. know if my brain just goes into recess mode on, you know, Audible or whatever it is, but it was the Four Horsemen series by uh, Laura...
1: Laura Thalassa.
0: Thalassa, thank you. And it actually takes... Uh, I, I'm i fascinated by mythology and the supernatural and things like I've always been since I was a little kid. I've always found it interesting. I've always found the idea of the biblical apocalypse interesting and stuff like that um and it takes the four horsemen each one of them gets a book and each one of them gets a girlfriend yeah and uh it it's
1: interesting i i was disappointed in
0: death the final book in the series i
1: think so too but i think like i think it was gonna be hard to like live up you know pestilence was a little like Almost lackluster in how it got places, but I think Mm. War, and especially Famine, were such good, like, storytelling, that Death was gonna have to, like, live up to that. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's bad, but, like, it was gonna take that time to get there.
0: I don't remember the exact descriptions of the characters, but I was picturing different actors as them, and I remember picturing, I mean, War was just Jason Momoa. Was there there anyone else, like, Cal Jason Momoa, Momoa was War um it's an interesting series though it starts off in canada with pestilence and we have this character sarah um and i'm trying to remember exactly how they like she's on the team that's supposed to be fighting him i believe or something like that like the apocalypse has started well like he's the first horseman to the first horseman yeah
1: and like she basically tries to kill him yes and you can't kill any of the horsemen that is just fact yeah so she shoots him And he takes her as his, like, prisoner. Mm. And And then he
0: Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, (laughs) basically
1: Beauty and the Beast. Like, it's definitely, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Like, she realizes that she has to, like, fall in love with him Mm. in order to, like, save him and save the world. Mm. And then, basically, at the end of each book, like, basically every horseman has to, like, give give in to that love. Give up and, like, give into that love and, like, help their like you know to get their girl like you know and uh, in a lot of the ways the girls do give in themselves earlier than that and then they're like i'm sorry i need to like do this for humanity i can't be with you if you like are going to continue to ravage the world basically
0: right yeah
1: and pestilence doesn't really get that far like a lot of the other characters like get Far.
0: well war specifically becomes human i remember yes. war specifically becoming human
1: pestilence he's still thing. he's
0: still war though so <laughs> yeah. it's like he's still somewhat like even when he's human his other brothers are still kind of like oh don't want to yeah. mess with and them like, <laughs> like also
1: like part of that is like especially with pestilence like so they have it? the opposite power right? right like death can bring life war can bring peace famine can bring growth pestilence what would we say It's the opposite of pestilence? Uh, he, he, like, he like heals. He heals. so the pestilence yeah. is like healing. Yeah. So like he can do the opposite. So they can fix what they've done at the end of the day. Mm. Which I think is a bit of a cop out. Yeah. <laughs> like but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. it's romance. It's romance. My, yeah, yeah.
0: You know. Uh it's it's kind of detailed in the sexual scenes in it. Uh specifically when we get to death, because death was the first horseman who was in, interested in anal. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, oh, it well, also makes sense because he's death, so he doesn't really want to create life. <laughs> like no. you know, he doesn't want to run that. Which because like they all end up having kids with yes. their opposite. Um, and uh, I, I was really enjoying. I thought something that was clever in the series was that all the women in it have biblical names. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, as I was explaining to you off our recording, we have Sarah. I believe was uh, John the Baptist's mother's uh, name. If not, there there is another woman named Sarah in the Bible, but I think it was John the Baptist's mother's name. Uh, in war, we have Miriam, which was Mary, the mother of Jesus's name. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Anna in famine uh, from Anne, who was Mary's mother. And then in death, we have the best name of all, <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> <laughs> which she's also different from the other women because she can't die. And death is different from his brothers because he's an actual angel, whereas the rest of them are the embodiments of the thing that they represent, like, but he's actually an angel of God that's here to, and like, he's the one that has the hardest time with giving up and everything, because like, he's also like, I'm mad at God now too, because he literally created you to to be the perfect woman for me. I have watched my
1: brothers fail because they have failed at like what is being created for them, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then Lazarus dies, like, a million times, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just realize that... I, I think there's even, like, towards the end, all humanity's dead, and it's just the two of them. And it's, like, stupidly yeah. stupid, really. like.
0: If I remember, I think Pestilence still has his powers somewhat. But war definitely doesn't, and I think famine doesn't. I think they both become human. Mm-hmm. And Pestilence is, like, trying to save them. Like, he's like, all right, all of you run away, and I'll try to hold off death as long as I can. And death just... Like- <laughs> Yeah. Him. <laughs> he's like, yeah, not even... And then, yes, it's down to Lazarus and death, and uh, death is like, okay, I'll bring everyone back. Like, I finally give up. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like, and he's, he's like, the most angry about it, because he's like, you know, I, 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 like, God specifically created you to stop me. Well, he, the...
1: yeah, like, he's very, like, obvious. Like, the others were like, like, War was like, <laughs> you're my bride, but, yeah. like, they weren't like, as conscious of it i would say like death was like oh you were created for me yeah i think god we, damn it
0: i think lazarus even meets god if i'm remembering correctly for maybe a, a little i bit. think so yeah um it's been a while since we have read yeah. it but we're, we just wanted to it was the smut that well, we've, we've well,
1: and what i also find interesting and like i was saying like these books i like read them on kindle unlimited would have never thought to see them in the store and then i was like in target one day and all four of these books are just in target and i'm mm-hmm. like in Target? Mm. Not even like Barnes and Noble. Yeah. But Target. And that's why I have to say things like these weird smut stories are making their way into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, if you literally like if you were literally like, yeah, that's story about fucking pestilence, like
0: Yeah.
1: Grandma ain't gonna be happy that's in Target. Like
0: no. Uh, g- Grandma was bu- buying those books years ago. <laughs> don't let she. Grandma has a bunch of books with Fabio on the cover oh, of them. To say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't same Don't <laughs> let Grandma fool you. What
1: are you talking about? Grandma's reading Amish romances.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure she is. <laughs> Grandma's got some skeletons in her closet. <laughs> That's, don't. I will say,
1: I think Famine is probably one of my favorites too, out of all these books, because Famine is very cruel. Like mm. Famine wants. Sarah Anna to hate him so much. Yeah. And Doesn't he also They go with a lot back and forth, like she's trying to like kill him like numerous times. Doesn't
0: she also get pregnant at a certain point and he kills the baby? If I'm remembering correctly.
1: So, like, yeah. there's a lot of back and forth between the two But of she them. also doesn't
0: want to have the baby yeah, yeah. at the same time. Like,
1: there's a lot of back and forth between the two of them. Yeah,
0: they have a pretty toxic relationship. I was ultimately disappointed in uh, the death book. Not be- just because of the resolution. Like, that, hey, everybody gets a happy ending. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, was, I, was I like, mean,
1: we had a guess that that would happen just because of how the I, other books ended. But, like, i I write that you're like, it didn't feel satisfying in how that happened yeah. either. But, like...
0: But like it was because I. I'm such I spent a...
1: again, especially when you get like I know fam, family is probably the definition of a very toxic relationship, but it did feel like we kind of earned that in the end. Like even at the end, I think they still kind of had their things to work through. Like it wasn't like oh it's forgiven and they're both really happy. Like they mm-hmm. still clearly had their issues to work out at the end of that book. Mm-hmm. So the th-
0: the thing that I think uh, uh, is interesting about it too, well, because I'm just such a big. Mythology nerd and everything like that. I thought that there was going to be some big battle with another, like, there was going to be another big bad. Like, Lucifer was going to show up at the end, yeah. or, you know, the Antichrist or something uh, that they would all have to join together to beat, or something like that. But, eh, uh, it is what it is.
1: I feel like that would have happened in, like, a fantasy novel. Like, yeah. this was, like, a fantasy epic. Yeah. That would have happened. Like, we would have been like, oh, death. And then we'd be like, end book five. Yeah. Like The
0: devil. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't
1: get that, yeah. right? Like, yeah.
0: Eh. no, there's still time. <laughs> there's still time.
1: Book five, God's mercy. <laughs> yeah,
0: something along those lines. Um, and then what else did I want to highlight? There were other things that I was thinking about these uh, while we were talking, and my brain just shut down for a second. Um, it also takes place uh, somewhat in the future, but that doesn't really, because technology all gets knocked yeah. out when the horsemen show up and everything. But um, one of the things that I guess could you would I guess, especially in the times that we're currently living in, is uh, Miriam is a citizen of New Palestine. Yeah, um, like Jerusalem is, or uh, uh, Jerusalem, uh, Israel is gone, and it's now New Palestine again and stuff. And uh, so that, that that's something that's interesting. Um,
1: and they're very interesting books. And like I said, it's very it's interesting the way we're going with like. More open smut books, but I also think, you know, we have all these book bans happening now that, like, this is why, like, you know, you have to read, you have to keep your libraries having books like this. Yeah. Like,
0: it's that's something that absolutely disgusts me. Uh, Because, you know,
1: because no one's forcing you to read this. Like, I get it's like very easily accessible but like uh, nobody's uh, forcing you to buy it for your children uh, nobody's uh, forcing you to listen to this podcast about this like
0: but also and i hope children don't listen to our podcast i
1: I hope Um, not listen to the happy disney ones (laughs) children
0: well even some of those we say some things that might not be the best but but um a peek behind the curtain also i mean we live in pennsylvania pennsylvania is the state with the third most book bannings in the country it goes Florida, Texas, and then Pennsylvania. <laughs> and I find that absolutely disgusting. Um, because I'm not... Uh, even books or ideas that I am firmly against, I wouldn't ban. Or wouldn't ban. Because you don't beat ideas that you disagree with by saying don't read those. You make more people interested in that idea. What well, Oh, why is this taboo? Like, why yeah. can't I read this? And one of the best things to do... To have people disagree with something is to read their, that book and be like, wait, they said this, but I know that this thing is true. Like, uh, a great example, I think, of something that's not banned anywhere is Moby Dick. Moby Dick is the most boring book you will ever read in your life, and it's still considered one of the great like things. It is so boring, and everyone says to me, oh... You have to read it three times in your life to enjoy... Well, I've read it twice, and I hated it both times. I thought... And, like, people say, but there's so many allusions to different... No, no, it's boring. It's so boring. Like, I will never... And they're like, no, you have to read it as an old man, too, and you'll get a different... No, I will not read it. If I'm reading Moby Dick, I'm dying. <laughs> that's, that's 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 the key. Um, I'll read it on my deathbed when <laughs> for the third time. But, um... Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm against book bannings. They really offend me. Um... But yeah, you, you, you know, I
1: think I think book bannings come with the rise of rising more like content that is mature. Yeah, especially in things like I'm, you know, I'm not really following what's happening with young adult literature or what's happening with like any of that. But like, I assume if adult content is becoming more mature, I'm sure all around literary works are probably becoming a little bit too mature in some areas. And I know, like, that's a whole discourse in of itself.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I have a very different opinion that I probably shouldn't say on the podcast. No, I'll say. It. I, I don't. I, I'm against banning all like types of things, like, because like it, kids are g- gonna find out about stuff, like, and they have access to the internet and they're anything they want to look and up. And
1: again, yeah, and especially like. And if th- you think these are bad, imagine what somebody is, like, writing as a fan fiction. Well, uh, there are
0: things that they could look up that are way worse than sex. Yes. Like, there are things in the world that are way worse than sex that they could find plenty of information on that's out there. Uh, you know, you don't have to make something that's perfectly natural taboo. Now, you can include taboo things into it and make it a little spicy, but, <laughs> you know, but you don't have to, you know be against it i think i think it's a good thing that these were that you saw these in target i think that's a very good oh one. i think those are good
1: things too but i think yeah, like i wouldn't want like, I th- a
0: 10 year old no, reading it
1: but, but i think 16 like, is, i think these are the types of things though that the book banners are going to start fighting because like i imagine they look at that and don't think anything of it but i'm sure if they actually looked at it and were like a book about fucking the four horsemen what yeah,
0: yeah. that was something too- pearls. Actually, before when you recommended this to me i thought it was going to be one girl that goes through all four <laughs> of them. I like that was something that when I got to uh, War, I was like, "Oh, it's a different girl." Like, Good. I, like <laughs> I was like, "All right." Well. No,
1: I was a little disappointed. <laughs> if I'm not, you know,
0: not all four of them at the same time. I just thought it was going to be one girl. I mean, but, there's like,
1: plenty of books like that. Yeah, too.
0: yeah, that's true. But I, you know, I really liked Sarah. And when we got to Miriam, I was a little disappointed. Like, I was like, oh, you know, she's not Sarah," but she was cool in her own way too. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think this could. I think they could be adapted into a film series. You know, I like. I I'd like to see that.
1: I'd be interested in it. I don't know. know It's not
0: going to be graphic. Like I know. I'm just thinking
1: like, would it happen? Like, how would that happen?
0: Well, first you get Jason Momoa as War. Um, That's step number one. Although he's starting to get up there now a little bit, he might not want to be War anymore. You get you get a Jason Momoa type as War. Um who would you cast as the as the different uh characters? Mm. I mean death has to be someone emo like Robert Pattinson or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you take his Batman and you well, put Well,
1: Pestilence was described as having like long blonde, blonde hair. hair. So like Yeah. It's giving me Thor vibes but I can't see
0: I'm I'm picturing skinny. It. Yeah, yeah so skinny. Like,
1: That's the problem. I need like skinny.
0: We need like Jude Same thing Law with famine and the I'm the 90s. looking for like a
1: skinny person. Yeah,
0: ex- exactly. Like, I forget how pest or how uh, famine was supposed to look, but I, I think do remember famine
1: was also like these are not the original covers. Oh. So like, if I can find like the actual like covers,
0: oh, I might have it on my Audible.
1: They also might it... have updated. Horseman. I need like the original. Yeah, there we go. There's like the original family cover. Okay, so family so, like, has long black hair. Long, and stuff. like brown hair. Yeah. Well muscled.
0: Yeah. You can get anybody for that. You really can. <laughs> yeah, that, that's in it. Uh, oh. and
1: then let me find pestilence. War was Jason Monomo, basically on the Manomo, cover, but yeah, it wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pestilence. pestilence
1: was giving Jamie Lannister to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But even like skinnier than yes. Him. um Yes, yes, yes. actually, maybe um he's, he's muscular but skinny, but um that one guy from uh what was that HBO show about the vampires? Um Oh Jesus.
1: Oh, there's Death. The original Okay.
0: Of that actually kinda of looks like the actor that played Lucifer in uh the <laughs> I Lucifer was series. That too. Yeah. Um True blood. Okay, now... Yeah, I
1: think these new covers were designed for places like Target, because they're not going to put half-naked men on the covers in a Target, so, like, these are these, like, new covers, which I like. I think they're beautiful covers, but...
0: Oh. Well, I was going to say Alex Skarsgård, but I've seen recent photos of him now and he is bald um so he is not blonde anymore um so he's out as pestilence unless they get a nice convincing wig for him um but yeah that i think this could be adapted into a film series and it would be interesting And it or even you could do you know maybe a four episode mini series each like do four seasons and each season is about one of the horsemen you could do, like, four episodes about pestilence, four episodes about war, four episodes about That would famine, be interesting. Then, yeah. Like you could do each one a season. Because then that also has, like, the time period in between. I don't know. Um, but yeah. I enjoyed it. Any other smut that you'd like to talk about or any I'm other?
1: i think. No. I don't think this has been a fun conversation, though.
0: Because this, this is your your birthday episode, too. I know. So we can... it's, a
1: good, it's a good episode.
0: Yeah. Are you going to go write some smut now, or?
1: No. That's, no. Not, that's not my vibe. Oh,
0: damn. Um...
1: Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I guess we could just talk about our plans for the year, too, while we're here, because... Alright, yeah,
0: you know. might as well. Um, so, I'm gonna put this episode out first. It is a, a belated, uh, birthday episode for Ashley. Her birthday was at the beginning of September. The 8th? The beginning
1: of September! Or beginning the, of the, the beginning of January! The
0: beginning of January. I'm thinking of my own birthday, uh, but it, it's the eighth. The 8th, yes. the 8th of January. I'm very bad with birthdays, um, but I'm I I try to remember the important people. I'm sorry I got the month wrong, but I got the day <laughs> that wrong. That's funny. Um, but so we'll have that out soon. Um, we're recording it towards the end of January, but I'll have it out as soon as possible. Then I'm gonna release the Ahsoka episode, and I'm trying to remember, um, what else we. We do have several episodes of Once Upon a Time recorded for season yes. two. Um, we recorded those about six months ago. Yeah. So, um, but we'll have more episodes of those coming out. Uh, we have a Neil Gaiman episode that we recorded for November um, that I never edited or released. Um, so we'll have that at some point.
1: I know. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what we were talking. We were talking about.
0: Well we have You're um, talking
1: about doing Disney the Disney uh villain series because you've oh, been for reading books? that we've yeah. both been reading that separately. Yeah. Over yeah. time. It's so, a very like,
0: interesting series. So we are
1: talking about that. Yeah. You know what I think would be interesting, and I didn't bring this up with you, but I'll bring it right right now in the podcast because we're going to see Alison Bechtel, like maybe talking about her. Yeah. We could talk about it after we do that. Yeah. Because you know, we have a nice chit chat.
0: That'd be nice. Um and then what else do we have planned for the year more once upon a time obviously and then we'll get back into disney movies at some point like the renaissance period but i think i would like to cover the don bluth movies before we already covered anastasia um but i'd like to do the don bluth movies then do once upon a time season three then do the renaissance um and some other stuff in between any movies that come out that we want to talk about and also uh (laughs) You know, we're, I don't know how much longer uh, Galavant's going to be on Hulu or, or Disney+. Plus, I mean, we but, might
1: want to record those, even yeah, if we don't put them out anytime soon. Yeah,
0: because that, that's a great series um, that we, we should cover <laughs> at some point. Um,
1: I forgot. Somebody was saying something recently, and I was like, it reminds me of Galavant. And I'm like,
0: oh, uh-huh. uh, that was a great show. We need to wrap up. uh, We
1: need another season. ABC.
0: Even if you just want to do like four episodes or something, give me
1: the end of the story. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, so that's I guess that's the end of this episode. Um, is there anything else you'd like to discuss before I go into the outro? I don't
1: think so. I think we're good.
0: Well, this has been the once again podcast any questions comments or critiques can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com follow us at once again all one word on x instagram and threads i forgot what the other thing was called uh if you enjoy these episodes you can contribute to our patreon i don't have my actual notes in front of me i'm doing this off off the top of my head uh at once again patreon.com once again pod uh thank you have a wonderful day and remember We will entertain you. We will always entertain you. Just like good smut should.
1: (laughs) Go read more smut! (laughs)